I mean, I do the voices too. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, there's. I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, I'm all over it. That made my night. Welcome to the What's Already Podcast, where we fashion ourselves. Cinematic Judge and Jerry. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co host, Alec Burgess. Let's get it. Well, you had a weird fucking like hesitation. You should say let's get it again, but let's let's funny. get it. Yeah. What happened? Dude, don't do this. To- <laughs> <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> We're gonna have to do this whole thing again. You can't leave this shit in the episode. <laughs> Dude, it fucking that shit was weird. Don't, fuck. don't do that. <laughs> Okay, no, we're leaving it. Right. Yeah. If you want to know what just happened, because you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast. Wait four weeks and it'll make yeah. sense then. Our, our, we just recorded a different episode with a scary movie for Halloween, and it was about uh, being on a Zoom call and a demonic entity killing everyone on it. And so the little glitchy shit that Alec just did. This is not the way this was supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that bad luck again. Like, I can't fucking. <laughs> I tell you, I don't make oh, it up. Odd, like, it wasn't even like your normal, like, you froze. Like, it was like that. Like, <laughs> you didn't quite freeze, but you, like, glitched and had that robotic. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh fuck! That was funny. Oh, yep, there it is. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Welcome to the shit show, man. I'm telling you. So yeah, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Go ahead, hit that follow, subscribe, the like, bell, notification buttons, uh, especially now because you got to keep up. You got to watch and listen (laughs) to the episode on Halloween. It'll all make sense, I promise. Because, yeah, now, God, that was great. Um, I hope that happens like nine more times this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, like, we're, go ahead and tell a friend about us. We, you know, tell uh, a, uh, I don't know, 1950s. Tell a greaser. Tell a greaser. There you go. Tell a greaser about us. That's a good good one. Um, Because. We're doing Greece. Uh, it was, <laughs> I don't even know what the, this is great. Sorry for the opening. I'm in shock right now. Like the odds <laughs> of that happening are stupid. I, yeah, just <clears throat> one lottery. Man, <laughs> there's so much shit in my chest. All this gunk, Kevin laughing. All right, so Greece. It was released on June 16th, 1978. <laughs> it was written by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey. It was directed by Randall Kleiser. It stars John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, Stockard Channing, Jeff Conaway, Barry Pearl, Mikey Tucci, Kelly Ward, Didi Khan, Jamie Donnelly, Dinah Mainoff, and Eve Arden. Oh. Good girl Sandy Olsen and greaser Danny Zuko. I didn't know her name was Olsen. Uh, fell in love over the summer when they unexpectedly discovered they're now in the same high school. Will they be able to rekindle their romance? I didn't know Sandy had a last name, so that's good to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, Grease. It's October, even though you now know our last film that we were reviewing, at least though it's a horror movie, 
the start of October in which the first four weeks are going to be movies with great soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Which is why we're opening with Grease, because it's iconic when it comes to the soundtrack. Like, everybody knows Grease music. We were singing it earlier in between takes. So it's, it's one of those movies where, like, the soundtrack's better than the actual movie, in my opinion. Yeah, because <laughs> let's go ahead. We're not topic-filled for this particular movie, but let's talk about the elephant in the room, and that is this movie could not be made again nowhere close remotely like they're going down a list of things that were like we got a remake of footloose and we got a remake i mean there's been remakes galore right you somebody's like we should remake greece and they go shut the fuck up because we can't like there's no way you can't this movie would be it's like blacklisted blackball the studio that came up with it would be a pariah yeah it's like Um, baby it's cold outside yeah. Only in movie form. Like you can't <laughs> only this Eventually. one actually has sexual assault and other problematic behavior in it, unlike baby it's cold outside. I you know, this one yeesh, this movie's got some 70s great, were a different 70 time. and his, or late 70, early 80s tropes. Like and I remember watching this as a kid, too, and being a, much older than you. Like, as a kid, those things, I mean, they weren't the norm, but, like, we didn't go, ooh, shame on you when someone cat called a woman, right? Or when, like, you try to make out with someone in a car and they're like, no. I mean, obviously, he pushed it way too fucking far. But, like, there's a level of inappropriate that wasn't as inappropriate back then and now it's like (laughs) really and as it should be right there's things in this movie that are not okay oh hands down it's it's actually kind of funny so this is a my pick um but this is a my pick where i was the one who was not allowed to see this movie growing up I think the first time I saw this movie, I was 24. Oh, like really? In its entirety. But I knew I had the soundtrack memorized by the time I was seven. <laughs> That's what you think about it is kind of weird because the 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 music isn't exactly uh, family friendly. Let's say either. not even close. <laughs> but it was uh, like couldn't watch the movie, but I knew that I. You know, we had the entire CD and that was in the family car. And when we went on road trips, you know, that came up after sure. the Beach Boys and before Dad's mixtape. That's how it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's kind of, I have a weird relationship with this movie because I know yeah. it's off by heart, but I've only seen this movie like maybe three times mm. in its mm. entirety throughout the entire film. Um, just because I'm like, I'm here for the music. Sure. You know, fast forward to all this other boring shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because this movie does tend to drag a little bit. Like this it has long. It, it's a long, it's a slog. Yeah. Um, like you have this whole kind of back and forth with the car race. That's like the subplot, but more like a tertiary plot. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. Was it a musical first? I want to say yes. I've never like actually looked that up. Like that's how much I, I'm kind of with you. Like it wasn't that I wasn't allowed to watch it. I was allowed to watch it. It just, 
like in fact and i love i just love the soundtrack and what really got me so i watched i remember watching it yeah when i was little little because my parents watched it and then we when i was in high school i think it was my freshman year in high school we had like this we were in, i was in kentucky at the time and they had this talent show that they did this annual talent show that everybody in the high school and middle school were part of right. if you wanted to be well my group like i hung out with like it was, i was kind of this weird kid because i played football i played baseball i played basketball i played played all the sports but i also did all the nerdy extracurriculars too like i was in band i was in choir i was, i did i did chess club i did all the weird shit too and so i was kind of like this centerpiece for all for both like all of the sides right and so we did when the talent show would come up, I would get invited by all the different groups that would do these group ones. Like we did like the, the banana song, like the Dale thing from Beetlejuice. Like we did that shit with one group. And then I got invited and we did the, the summer nights song. And we got all the girls from band and choir and all the guys from band and choir. And we built like these risers from that we used during choir, you know, the big, that looked like, stadium seating kind of so we did that and made bleachers out of them and we actually acted out the whole song as freshman in high school and that at that point i was like i know this song but i don't remember the movie and so we went back and watched it and i was like this movie's dirty as fuck and i think it's hilarious as a 13 year or 14 year old kid because your sense of humor is terrible at that age back then so i thought it was funny so i watched this movie all the time for the music but we did it and it was great fun i was the john travolta character and i was up front raised and they made me do like the finger point or whatever. <laughs> it was hilarious like it was great but like the movie's really not that good like when you get down to it and watch it like you say it feels forever long and so i was curious if it was a musical first because a lot of times musicals or play translate to mu- movies tend to drag on because they try to put so much of the musical or the play into the movie and it's two very different formats right like plays you go to i go to and i expect them to be super long a movie i don't want more than two hours if i can help it unless it's really good right this movie's long for especially a 1978 silly musical like yeah it's it's two plus hours like three hours of a runtime and it's just I mean, for a lot of it, it's a slog. And I mean, I, I feel like, at least in my opinion, most of the best songs happen near the beginning. Yeah, agree. Right? So like that first third is where you get most of the songs I really enjoy. Yeah. And then you have shit. And then the final songs, you know, you're like, finally, the last couple songs are like, OK, we're here. We're at the end. They're having the carnival um, yeah. end of the year. And it's like, OK, we made it. You know, it feels like the actual school year. Right, where you get into school, it's real exciting at the beginning of the year. Then you have that big middle portion where you don't pay attention to any shit, and then it's the last month. Um, <laughs> and you're getting ready to go. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm giving them way more credit because that's sure. that's not what they planned out, but that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Is, you know, they take you through the school year by taking you through the whole school year. <laughs> yeah. But it's only got an hour and 50 minute runtime. It just feels like it's two and a half hours. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's only an hour and 50 minutes, but it feels way longer than that. But I think to your point, it's because of the middle of the movie, you're like, 
oh, can we get on with this? And then you, and I have moments where I actually get frustrated because even as a kid, like I was not the most emotionally intelligent child, but I remember watching like the movie theater, like the drive-in scene and Travolta gets out and, and starts singing about woe is me. Like, I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. How is this you being slighted? Like this song should be way different and be sung by Dame Olivia Newton John because you're the dumbass in this situation. What do you mean? Why'd she leave? Cause you're an asshole. That's why she left you hanging dipshit. Like, <laughs> and parts like that, like I can't even, like I was like doing something else when that scene came on. Cause it actually like, I'm like, that makes no sense to me. Like, how is he sad? Like, yeah. You, you you tried to force yourself on this woman and you're pissed because she left. Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. Different time. Yeah, but even at 14, <laughs> I remember going, ah, I don't think that is that doesn't make sense. And I was a little asshole. So you know it's fucked yeah. up when I'm like, Jesus. But like even when you were 14, this movie was almost 20 years old. That's fair. Like that's the crazy thing. That's I mean, fair. you think about 20 years from now, you're looking at early 2000s, right? And how much we've changed as society and a culture just from then. Yeah. Um, you're going back almost 50 years, 45 years old. Yeah, that's fair. Like, shoot. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy, but it's also an important, you know, here's my little soapbox moment. Mm. It's important to preserve things like this. Sure. For the sole purpose of you watch it and I think we both experienced the same thing. We get uncomfortable in moments. Yeah. Like, Ooh. But if you follow the uh, theology or ideology, uh, ideology, I guess, idiotology, um, of taking away stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's yeah. how you get this little circle of it doesn't change. Yep. Um, so it's like important to keep stuff that like Reese because it's that nice little wake up call. Like, oh, mm, mm. But that's fair. I mean, you're 45 years, not a long time. But I mean, in 1978, I don't think anybody was thinking that. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe there were. I don't know. I wasn't born yet. I 15 years before I still came on the planet. <laughs> right. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, ooh. Um, so there's there's my soapbox moment. Don't try and get rid of grease because it makes you uncomfortable because that's good. It's good. It's fair. Uh, and you know what? It's 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 an interesting topic, and this has nothing to do with the movie, other than I think it's a good point. And the movie's not that interesting to actually talk about, other than the music. So when I think about things like this, you you have a good point. And I bring up I get I bring up the baby. It's cold outside because I think it's stupid that we've, especially considering the music. Like one of the funniest things is is this stand up comedian that does this bit where he's like, America's fucking lost its mind let me show you why. And he says a year, whatever time frame a year ago, it was that they tried to cancel and ban and some radio stations banned playing baby. It's cold outside. He goes, so I'm going to read the lyrics to baby. It's cold outside. And then I'm going to compare those lyrics to the number one song at the same time, which was wet ass pussy. And then he, and he does it like he reads the first verse and then he reads the, and you're like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, how are people mad at? So we've all lost our minds. However, to your point, this is a case where you could make the argument that people shouldn't watch this. And I don't think kids should watch this movie. And at the time, I think it was kind of 
build as a family friendly film. You know what I mean? I I know at the time it came out like PG thirteen wasn't a thing yet, but yeah, it was PG. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the but like, yeah, I this would obviously be bare minimum PG thirteen pushing. I could argue with little more language and it could be an R, but I think some of the content you're like you're flirting with some crazy dangerous shit. So I, I think it's one of those interesting things where I invited an audience to the podcast tonight. Uh, yeah so it's uh i think it's one of those things where i'm with you like i think history repeats itself because we hide from the hard shit and this you just take it and rewrap it in a new box yeah (laughs) and the older i get the more uncomfortable i am every time i watch this movie because i'm like oh my god how did i like this but most of the music's still really good like if you watch if you listen to the music in a vacuum it's great it's one of the best soundtracks of all time. Which is why it's on it's our just, list. It's just attached to kind of a shit movie. <laughs> yeah, shit movie and terrible content. Like, it's just bad news, you know? Anyway. Wow. Well, it's... What was the other one? Because there was a couple, like... <laughs> the, there's some songs that, like, I, I love because they're so bad and make me uncomfortable. Like, Beauty School Dropout, like, where he's just... Oh, yeah shitting on this girl for like five minutes but i like it because it's tough love too like because i think that's something that we're missing in the world is we coddle so many people now like oh you can be anything you want no you fucking can't i'm sorry my whole life my parents were wonderful parents and they told me you could do anything you want but i understood i was never going to be an astronaut I was and I was smart enough to recognize when I was for it was a time where I was like, I want to be an architect. I thought that was cool. And then I looked and they were like, my mom made this comment when I was coming into high school saying that she's like, there's a lot of math. (laughs) And I went, that's fair. And I'm terrible at math. So I'm like, I appreciate you pointing out that while you won't try to stop me, it probably isn't the right choice. Now, if I was someone that had a little more work ethic around schooling and education, my mom probably wouldn't have said that to me. So it looks going to be hard, but you'll work your way through it. My mom knew she's like, dude, there's a lot of math and you don't like school. And I went, thanks. I'll be something (laughs) different, you know, because that was the realistic nature of it. Right. She goes to beauty school. She fucking sucks at it. Hey, quit bitching about it and do something different. You're terrible at it. Who fucking cares? There's a million other things you can do, right? But now we're like, well, I want to be. And you're like, yeah, you do that. No matter how hard or no matter how shitty you are at it. And if you don't let me be that, you're the problem. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fuck me trying to tell you, you should probably rethink this career path or this line of. And look, if you want to keep doing it, look, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to try to stop you. I'm just trying to give you advice and tell you why it may not be the best idea. You do with that shit what you will. You can be an idiot. I'll tell you you're being an idiot, but go ahead and do it. And if you got the balls or the guts to continue being an idiot, go for it. Yeah. I I applaud that. Yeah, if you want to continue that, you do you. No judgment here. I can't wait for people to tell us to stop being podcasters in the comments. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. We're still going to do it, but yeah, (laughs) 
but it's not because I think I'm good at it. It's because I enjoy it. (laughs) There's a big difference. Like I don't look at it and go, I am a great podcast. I'm not, but I sure have a lot of fucking fun doing it. So fuck off. It's a hoot and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's, that's the thing is like, you're supposed to find stuff that you want to do. That's fun. Yeah. Right. And clearly like we could take it back to Greece. Like she's not having a good time in this beauty esthetician. Is that it? Yeah. Like not, not ha- yeah see i know shit uh <laughs> she's not having a good time but she's put like her identity and her you know all her eggs in this one basket and this is what she's hanging her hopes on um, yeah. and it's like that kind of like fear of oh my plan's not working if i don't want to make a new plan yeah so i mean as as much as we shit on the content of greece like it's got some good little nuggets in there if you're willing to go dig through it Sure. Um, it's not one of those things you're going to really find, though, on like that casual viewing. Um, yeah, no, you're not going to find it. But like at the same time that you have all this extra hoopla, you have stuff like this where it's like, hey, tough love. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You suck at something. Figure out what you want to do. It's OK if you don't want to do it. Go no, back to high school. Nobody <laughs> cares. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I love to like. The other thing I thought of as I was watching it this time around, and I've seen it a lot, but as I was watching this time around, the fact like she takes the thing off and her hair is this bright pink and she's like, it's a problem. I'm like, people would think that's the shit now. Yeah, and I'm like, and, right that, and look, I Casey, gets, she's had pink hair. I, I love it. I think it's great. Who gives a fuck? Do you again? You want pink hair, have pink hair. I just think it's funny in the 50s when this movie's portrayed to be or even in the late eight or late 70s when this movie was made, like. That's something that people are like pink hair. Fuck you. You can't have that yeah. shit, right? Like you're you'd weird. Have, yeah, you'd have the waitress going, that's pink. <laughs> so yeah, like I'm with you though, because there's a couple of good messages. I mean, even like the the Danny and like when he he starts to go to do the sports stuff to get his letterman to try to like even that moment of look, if you feel a connection, you gotta let go of who you think you want to be and then like all the moments leading up where he's a dick because his friends are around him mm-hmm. like if you chalk up all the shit that he does because his friends are around him like that shit's real like i all of us have done that to a certain degree because we want to avoid bear and what we conceive as embarrassment from the people that we try to find our value from kids if you're listening i hope you're not you shouldn't be listening to our podcast but Please if don't. you are <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking let people dictate who you are like it's just, you just shouldn't like your friends in high school especially like that's the best part one of the funniest lines is at the end and they're like what if we never see each other never happened like actually it probably will your friends last time school, you saw someone from high school jj <laughs> you know it's funny that you asked that it was like two years ago i went to kentucky on a trip, Casey and I, and I went and saw some old friends from high school and they're still great friends. I love them. I talked to them on Facebook. Thankfully the modern technology allows us to keep in touch a lot better than it used to when I was a kid. But that's the first time I'd seen somebody from high school in at least 10 years plus, you know what I mean? Like, so these people you're in high school with junior high with, they're not going to fucking matter to you 15 years from now. In fact, you'll look back on That was fun. When they treated you like shit, they made fun of you. They embarrassed you. Like, there were your great friends, enjoy high school, enjoy school, but like you got to let other people stop letting other people dictate how you feel about yourself. 
And I know that's hard. And that comes from a 42 year old man who's figured out that they don't matter. And it took 30 of them to figure it out. You know what I mean? Just trying to impart some wisdom. I love it. Yeah. Cause it doesn't matter, but there was some, I was trying to say there are some great things like the whole Danny making some changes. Cause he realizes this is what I want. I need to make some updates and vice versa. She does the same. I don't like that. They go with her. They just her. can't find some medial middle ground. They just, yeah. <laughs> well, and I don't like that at the end of it all, it's her change that sticks. Like I would like, I would have, I wonder, like I watch this now and I go, I wonder what would happen if you remade it. But like you did the opposite of all the weird shit, like the, the very blatantly sexist shit, like instead of, of Danny for trying to force herself on Sandy at the theater, she does. She tries to force herself on Danny. It's like, instead of Danny being the one that doesn't change at the end, because Sandy makes the big change vice versa. He stays the nerdy jock. Like with the, like I'd be, that would be interesting to me to see that kind of turned on its head. You know what I mean? But like, I, I think some of those, and then you have moments like where even, Rizzo like has she's realizing that she doesn't have to be promiscuous to have friends and for people to care about her and like there's some really good nuggets of but it's all wrapped in this very sexist very not okay package <laughs> yeah like we haven't even mentioned the dance oh Christ part of the film yet no no <sighs> Yeah, that's that for me is like the worst. Yeah, Um, because you got the who is it? The TV guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, passing moves on live TV to teenagers. Yeah. I mean, even high school kids. I mean, most of them said that they turned 18 by that point. But still, that's creepy shit. Marty, yeah, what was his name? Oh, I can't even think. Anyway, but yeah, Vince, Vince Fontaine. Yeah, and he's like on camera flirting with her. And she's, I was like, she's a child. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I, I remember that too. Now watching this time, I was like, oh, that's awkward. That's that's the one that gets me like the most. Is that yeah. one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I forgot about that. Which I may, I just repressed it. I can't handle what's happening right now yeah it's terrible um, but that whole kind of sequence is weird yeah. weird 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 um, yeah bad weird well that's um, a whole sequence that i don't think you need like that too like it doesn't no, like it doesn't necessarily add anything need to be in there it, the only thing it does is bring in the interesting dance sequence and then like the couple of songs that the band are playing you know what i mean but like it's like there's the, no value add and it doesn't make any yeah. sense like the only thing I can think of is just the, the trying to keep with the time, right? Like this sock yeah. hop kind of fifties feel to it, um, because that's like that's the only time that they really showcase a lot of fifties dances. Yeah, to kind of like reiterate, yeah, this takes place in the fifties. Um, but yeah, aside from that, there's no value. Yeah, none. Because all it does is confuse me. Because I'm like, wait a minute, he came with Sandy. He like completely avoided Cha Cha the whole time. But then the first time she starts dancing with him, he's like all in. And I'm like, yeah. actually, Sandy was doing better, in my opinion, than Chacha. I was like, I just don't understand. Like, it confuses me 
yeah, that whole scene just doesn't need to be there. Yeah, because all no I mean, value. I guess what it does do is it sets up Sandy's change, right? In a way, sure, in a way, but at the same time, we kind of talked like don't really need that. Yeah, like I think the whole. In fact, I think they would have been better served if they had just let the Thunder Road race be the catalyst and the moment she decided. You know what I mean? Instead of the catalyst being him leaving her in the lurch in a school dance in front of everybody to become a champion. Someone doesn't even go to the high school to, and the girlfriend of like your rival, it was just weird. And then like, she goes and watches this race immediately after. And then decides she wants to me. I'm like, why would you change when he's willing to do that to you? Like for me, have them win and someone make a comment about you have a greaser in this prep what a weird combo, you know, they're not going to last or whatever, something like that. Then she goes and watches Thunder Road. And in fact, it would make even more sense if she's in like in the group, right. And watching him interact and how he watches Kanicki's back and like, you know what I mean? Like that would have made more sense to me as to her changing than the catalyst being, he just leaves her out in the lurch anyway. I can see it. I just love how Thunder Road is the L.A. River. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that same thing was because I just have never thought that far ahead when I was a kid or watching it before. It's been a long time since I watched this movie, but yeah, I was like, oh, that's just the L.A. River. <laughs> I was like, that's probably not a good idea to be driving your car on that angle like that. Like, yeah, that's the L.A. River at high yeah, <laughs> at a yeah. high point. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a you know current to it right yeah (laughs) well then like the right like them shredding he's got the hubcap thing or like the wheels that have like and it just shreds i'm like the fuck is this car made of like (laughs) it looks like an aluminum can that those things were made of like steel back then like what are we doing like it's terrible It's terrible. Not to mention, like, there's nothing in there. Like, it's just. Yeah, just hollow car. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know shit about cars and how they were made back then, but I don't know. I, I imagine it would have been a little bit tougher from all the. Because we saw what the car looked like before, right? Yeah. That thing was a piece of junk. Yeah. But it was a solid piece of junk. <laughs> oh, God. It's like yeah. they took the measurements and then took some popsicle sticks and wrapped it with cellophane. Called yeah. it good. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> well, and the race is just so dumb. Like when that you have to like create the drama by having him cut into the car. I'm like, I well, how fast are you going? 50? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looked on. like they were pushing 30 there for yeah. a little bit. And when they got when they got the tailwind behind them, top speed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love they go off this, like, little baby jump and, like, the whole fucking car falls apart. <laughs> like, oh, whatever. Like, the hood's flopping. Yeah. I'm just like, Jesus. <laughs> I thought they made them better back then, but what do I know? Um, Look, let's talk about the reason we're even watching this movie. I, the music's bar none, man. Like, I, it's so good, the songs. Like, even the ones that you're, like, this shouldn't be that good. Like the one we're talking about after the movie, when he, like, even though like it makes no sense that he's the one that's 
all yeah. busted up about it, it's still a great song, right? Like, well, it goes yeah. back to that vacuum thing. Like, if you take it out, vacuum, and you're listening to Woe Is Me, Woe Is Me is a great song. Yeah. You put it back in the context and you realize why it's being sung. <laughs> yeah. No. <Not> so much. <laughs> but in this vacuum where you're looking at just lyrics and music and, you know, even John Travolta who's singing it, it's very, very good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 100%. This soundtrack makes this movie worth watching. In my oh, opinion. yeah. If you do not have this soundtrack, this movie is nowhere near anybody's classic list. But it yeah. makes quite a few of them, like, you know, the thousand one movies you must see before you die or all that nonsense. Sure. Um, and it's, you know, on a lot of musical lists where it's like, oh, you got to watch Grease. And if you ask anybody, it's always, oh, yeah, the music is great. The movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes back to like, this is an A plus soundtrack yeah. wrapped in an F minus of a movie. That's um, fair. But yeah, I mean. It's, it's it's stuck with me, right? Sure. I, I still got the words down. I haven't listened oh, to yeah. the Grease soundtrack in years. Yeah. But when it comes on, oh, I know the words. I'm oh, singing right along, you know. Um, oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, I do the voices, too. You know? Sure. Well, I mean, there's... I got chills! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, I'm all over it. That made my um, night. I, well, and there's songs like that I could like you. We could bust out and start singing, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I could." Like you could, uh, "Grease Lightning." Like I could probably get through that entire song without the movie, like because yeah. it's just so recognizable. Or like "Grease is the word," and like which is a weird fuck, whatever. But it, you know, but it fits like the greasers and the time. But like the music, yeah, like you say, like it's just so recognizable. Like if you play any song from this movie. Almost people know anybody. where it's from yeah they're like that's greece i know that yeah. i know that song like and you can't help it like it's just well the weird yeah. thing is because i had this same thing as you ask people and they're like oh yeah i love greece because of the music yeah no, they don't they love the music in greece but it's this weird kind of connection to where i love that movie yeah because of the music yep um, and, and that's like i don't know which witch doctor put this all together into a package yeah but whoever was in charge of the soundtrack wasn't appreciated enough <laughs> for sure <laughs> well and that's why I was, another one i was wondering like is it was it a musical first because look i i i, I was it's like i said i'm yeah it was a musical first so in the okay. in 1971 it looks like it hit Chicago and then Broadway in 1972. So for me, like, I think musicals, like get it, like they get a bad rap, especially the movie versions. Cause it's hard to translate any stage play to a movie. Cause they're just so different. And the stage plays were always written to be long. Like yeah. you go and you understand that that production is going to be probably three plus hours because it, it takes a lot to set up. Right. And it's, they try to tell a story in this long form version. So you go understanding that. Um, however, the music from most musicals first are outrageously good. And this is no exception. Apparently there have been, I will say this, there've been some, uh, they moved, they removed the entire song of their worst things I could do. Oh. Uh, 
from the school version. So they okay. do a school version that high schools and so they remove that and then they change lyrics to the alma mater parody, Summer Nights, Freddie My Love, Grease Lightning, Look at Me, I'm Sandra D and Beauty School Dropout. So they changed lyrics to those for the school version. Good to know. Can't say I disagree. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Um Hopefully they changed a few scenes as well. Yeah. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it was good to know it was a musical, but I think most musicals catch a bad rap because we only watch them in movie form, but we think about musicals from like a music perspective and it's yeah. great. Like, you know, you talk about rent, like rent was one that was a little different. I thought it translated pretty well to the movie side of it, but it, from a place i like the music of rent is outrageously good like and i think most musicals good musicals chicago uh greece rent uh even uh the stage version because it was a musical first of uh, little shop of horrors like the music that's why it's a musical because that's what yeah. makes it so bar good. none yeah like lay miz phantom of the opera like you think about all those and and this is no exception the music stands out like this is what we enjoy it for because every time i watch it as an adult i'm like god this movie's not good but yeah every time a piano starts playing or a guitar lights up i'm like oh yeah now i'm into it this is great now i'm so, there exactly yeah it's interesting but that's why we're watching it because it's it's movies with great soundtracks. Movies with great soundtracks. JJ never said it had to be a good movie. <laughs> Too motherfucking Shay. I did not. And in a couple of cases, we really pulled that off. Yep, you're we welcome. Showed, we showed that that could be true. Um, yeah, it's interesting for a movie like this when I think about how much I enjoyed it as a kid, cause I didn't understand what I was watching, but the music is just as enjoy- enjoyable as an adult. Whereas the movie itself, I'm like, Ugh, it's, it's hard. Yeah. And it's a, it's a little bit sad in its own little way. Sure. Because you have those fond memories, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't because I didn't watch those football adult, but I mean, Fair. you have these fond memories of like oh, the music and the movie, and then you kind of go back and it's almost like a bait and switch, right? And like, ooh, how did I like this? But at the same time, it's like, eh, I can still see how I liked it, yeah. <laughs> given the time and the age and, you know, yeah. circumstances under which you watch it and things like that. And so it's, uh, uh, it's got to be a little bit sad in its own way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is a little because that's I remember as a teenager watching it and like even like we keep going back to the movie. But I think that's the one that stands out to me the most is like the thing that bothers me. One of the most and obviously in this movie is that piece where as a teenager, I'm like, yeah, man, you gave him she gave you his ring. Why aren't you making out with him? And now I'm like, she tried to assault you. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I think the, the context is a little different in my head versus because as a kid, like I was naive enough to not realize he didn't just want to make out like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm not that naive. There were ulterior so motives. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> so, and like I said, it's probably, I was probably 15 or 16 the last time I watched this movie. And so at that point I might've started to realize 
the problems that it had. But even then, when I was 15, 16, the problems weren't as mainstream as they are now. They were swept under the rug and they were more acceptable, which isn't okay. But it's just the truth of the times like you're talking about. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't as uh, shocking and uncomfortable as it is now. Now I go, fuck, what were we doing? Um, but that's a whole other podcast. That's a, that's a let's talk about society and <laughs> how <laughs> fucked up we human beings are. Podcast. That's the one that's going to get us canceled. And we don't we we don't do those podcasts <laughs> unless it relates directly to a movie like it does today. So with that said, are you ready to rate this movie? Because I I am ready. All right, buddy, you're screwed. Because I get to go first. Because it's you, my movie. You have three movies out of the four that were chosen. So. I'm actually good, though, because okay. I kind of already know where I'm going to put this. Uh, it's an easy five for the soundtrack, an yeah. easy zero for the movie. So it goes right in the middle <laughs> at two and a half. Uh, that's um, middle of the road, two and a half. The only thing that really does save it is its incredible soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I do feel like everybody should watch Grease at least once. Um, and to watch it completely mm-hmm. through at least once to remember how things used to be 45 years ago Fair um, enough. as a reminder is everything like that and then i recommend you listen to the soundtrack once a week yeah um <laughs> and just stick that into your daily routine weekly routine whatever it is because it is such a great soundtrack um i will watch this movie again I don't know when that will be, but I know I will watch it again. It always comes up at all, you know, cycling through on HBO or Netflix or whatever it's going to be. And Hey, let's watch Grease. I'll regret that decision 33 minutes into the movie once it starts to slow down, but slog through it and get done. But yeah, it's a middle of the road movie for me. Two and a half. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Fair enough. Um, yeah. This, I, it kind of shocks me that this movie hasn't been canceled, to be honest, especially rewatching it because it has been a minimum. It's probably been 10 to 12 years at least since I've watched right. it, watched it, watch it, not watch pieces of it for the, a, a musical piece or whatever, but like actually watch the film. So I'm kind of shocked it hasn't gotten on the radar. But with that said, like you said, if it was just the music as a soundtrack goes, it's perfect. It's a five. It's amazing. As a movie, I don't know that I'd give it a zero, but I certainly wouldn't give it above a one because it's slow. It's boring. It's actually kind of stupid in a lot of ways. There are just enough saving graces like those moments that we talked about. The only problem is that I have with it is that the, those moments are typically tied to a song. So it's usually the, it makes it even better because you usually have these like learning moments that then immediately are followed with a really great song. So I'm kind of with you in that. Maybe it is a zero and a five. I don't know. But I'm going to give it just a smidge higher. I'm going to give it a three um, because there are some. And I will give it to the cast because, let's be honest, in his day back then and for a long time after this, till recently, John Travolta was uh, outrageous. <laughs> like, the guy's amazing. He can sing. He could act. It's crazy. Olivia Newton-John, fantastic singer. I mean, she's a dame for a reason, right? Like, and don't even get me started on Stalker Channing, who's the best actor, in my opinion, in this movie, who never really did much after it, unfortunately, because she's outrageously good as an actor. If you watch any of her films, this one included, 
she's typically one of the best actors in a film when she's in it, but she's one of these ones that just never caught and never got much of a career beyond playing side characters or supporting roles. Um, but I love her. I think she's amazing. And I, she's one of my favorite characters in this film. So the cast is great. They're funny. Let's just be honest. There's some moments with the T-Birds that you cannot help but laugh because you're like, fuck, I, I was I, them. <laughs> yeah. We didn't wear leather jackets and have donkey ass haircuts, but Speak for yourself, we did. Yeah, but we did dumb shit like that. So, you know, and we made fun of each other. We did the three stooges shit like all oh, that shit's funny. So I'm going to give it a three. I'm with you. I'll watch it again, but not because I choose to watch the movie. It's because it's either on or I want to listen to the songs and I don't have a CD player anymore. So I might have to pull up my, you know, Amazon music or something and listen to it. But like, I could listen to the soundtrack anytime. The movie, it's a little harder. But if I'm like, hey, look, Grease is on. I'm going to listen because yeah. there's some good music coming. Um, then I might leave it on. Yeah. So there it is. That's that. Uh, Love Grease. It. The first week of our great music soundtrack movies. Um, and Alec had no more video glitches, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, was, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch this podcast every week just for that reaction. So, Alex, tell everyone they can find us when they want to check out our other content. Happy to. Uh, so, some things just go together, right? Peanut butter and jelly, cheese and crackers. What's our verdict? And hard drugs. It's just like Rama Lama Lama, Dinga Da Dinga Da. So, thank you for joining us for week one of movies with great soundtracks month. Uh, thank you to our patron. Words are hard. I love that this is his new name for choosing this category. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like this month is going to be amazing. As always, you can find us releasing every Monday morning with a new episode of Shenanigans to enjoy. Uh, drop us a like or a comment to let us know what your verdict is. And if you're feeling especially fantastic, you can join us on Patreon with Words Are Hard to share in the monopoly of choosing content. With that, I'll kick it back to the Colossus of Cow... Damn it. <laughs> Kick it back to the Colossus of Clout, the babe, JJ. That's right. That's me. Thanks, buddy. And yeah, thanks, Charles. Or words are hard because what about fun bunch of movies? We got some fun ones coming up, including one that could have gone on my uh, my guilty, uh, pleasure? guilty pleasures list here in a little bit. So enjoy that when it comes up. Uh, so with that, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Hasta la vista, baby. Cinematic out.